feels like I'm dreaming, but I'm not sleeping. Episode 22, David Ashley Podcast. I am your host, the first Lionel from the Jeffersons. Fun fact, the first Lionel from the Jeffersons. Left, reason I say first Lionel because they had two Lionels. First Lionel went to start, his, his real name was Michael Mike Evans. He went to start the show Good Times. Just a little fun fact, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, welcome. So, um, so first of all, let me let me let me show you the scene right now. First of all, today this is what we're gonna do today. I just got an Alexa. I mean, um, look, she slowed down. Not you, Alexa. I just got an Echo. I was just gifting an Echo, and I am now the most important person on Earth. Okay. <laughs> to come home and have somebody do what I tell them to do with no lip. Yes, they don't understand it every once in a while, but this shit is powerful. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> so today, this is what I'm gonna do. I have an, a 90s R&B station playing. And as the songs go, I'm gonna just try to think of stuff like, I've always wanted to do this um, this uh, play, um, which... You know, like when I tell stories, sometimes there's always a year, and depending on the year, I know what song or what girl I liked. You know, so I'm gonna try to do the same thing. It might not always be, you know, woman stories. Um, you know, I might just do some just stories from that year or whatever, whatever that song reminds me of. And uh, we're just gonna go tonight. It's just gonna be a dump, man. I mean, a dump meaning like I'm gonna just dump a lot of, you know, thoughts and info and info on you tonight. All right. So, you know, me and you, we could be, and let me do it to you. Who, who is this? What girl? Oh, I don't want to say. Yo, how, how, how am I not going to say on the first rip? Because <laughs> I ain't got enough time. You know, I'm working on, you know what I'm saying, this new year, this new age, trying to... Um, be concise as possible be as thorough as possible but say as little as possible you know I can be a little wordy sometimes shut up if you just agree <laughs> uh, so anyway that's what we're going to do today uh, we're going to talk about a lot so um, you know if you if you, if you you rock with me just you know shut up and uh, lay back listen and enjoy the ride alright uh These were the ladies from Cut Close. Remember that song was like, I like the way you touch me. I like the way you says me. And I like the way. This was, what, 11th grade for me? Let me shut up. Ooh. Good boys to men action, huh? This how we gonna start. This how we gonna start it off, huh? Um, so, boys to men, end of the road is my second favorite song ever in life. And listen, there have been a couple more entries into this list that I'm. I think it's time to rearrange my list, but. I remember hearing this in like seventh grade or something like that. And I was so affected. Like, first of all, let me say something about me. I, I don't know why I just love like sappy songs. And perhaps this counts as a sappy song. I don't know. End of the Road? Yeah, I guess it is. Um, written by Babyface. Spent 
you know, 190 weeks on the charts or some shit like that. <laughs> like in real life, it, it stayed on it stayed on the charts for a long time. Um, on famously, you know, on the Boomerang soundtrack. And uh, spinning it around and around. Oh, yeah. Um, do I have a story? I don't really have a story. I mean, around this time, I had just left uh, Maywood Little League. Shout out to Hammond Maywood. Uh, first, you know what I'm saying, on Columbia. Then it moved to the New Park Creekside. Uh, even though I don't think it was called Creekside back then. Um, or maybe it was, I don't know. And so what happened was, I think the league dissolved. I don't know if it dissolved, but I know like myself, maybe about 10 other guys went over to, um, went over to Irving Little League. And, you know, most of the coaches, all of the coaches were white. Most of the players were white, except for the, except for us. And uh, we went, we kind of, you know, I can say we took the league over, but especially those of us that were just, you know, better at it. I mean, I made the all-star team, but I was still like a, um, I think I made it more on my personality than my than my skills, man. But we went, we went back over there and it was just, a, it was just a great time, man. We went, made all, you know, we were on an all-star team and we were pretty good. You know, 12-year-old, you know, the goal is to make it to Little League. I think we got beat by Dyer or Cherville, one of the two. Um, Mike Caston, David Diaz with the Heat, Foe, a.k.a. Chris Moore, a.k.a. Foe, um, uh, Tease. Who else? We had a lot of heat. We had a lot of heat. It was funny, like, at the time, my boy Adam Daniels was telling me, how he had kissed his girl. And the cold part is like, and I was telling him I made the all-star team. He was wondering how I made the all-star team. I was wondering, yo, like, how do you kiss Jenny? <laughs> it's just, it just goes to show you, man, since we're young, you know, we got that comparison thing, you know, you know, in us where we don't, you know, it's hard to kind of appreciate what you have, you know? And yes, I used a trivial example, but it was like, man, how you kiss her? I always remember that day because I was standing outside his apartment or his mom's apartment and a bird, a bird shat on my shoulder. Not sat. I'm talking about shat. I'm still looking for that bird, fam. F a bird for that from that day on. Then the shit happened to me about ten years later. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding you. It happened to me like, what was that? Two thousand one. Yeah, this was ninety two. Yeah, you know, I was out watching a, a, a baseball game from my assistant, my college assistant coach. You know, we was just sitting out there, and I, I felt something hit me in the head, and I was like, "Oh, this can't be good," because there wasn't no trees. So I'm like, the guys on either side of me, Larry Taylor. Brazilian Olympic team and Demetrius McDaniel, D-Wade's brother, they were both standing on either side of me. And I'm like, yo, if I if I look and see what it is, they're going to clown me. There's no way to get out of this. And uh, there was no way to get out of that. <laughs> there was no napkins or nothing around. Like, I just had to stand there until we could find something that resembled a napkin. Nigga. How did I get here? How did this story start? See, that's what you get with me, nigga. You just gonna get stories, okay? I give stories. Shoot. I love stories. Stories, relationship, and motivation. All right. All right, all right. It's a natural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Whoa. In a dark world. Can I'm sorry, let me stop. Let me stop. Y'all didn't cut y'all ain't gonna hear me sing. <laughs> Alright, I'm gone. We're gonna see what the next song is. First of all, um 
I, I, I don't ever have to hear this song ever again. It was on the radio so it was on the radio so much, entirely too much. Um, like literally, I don't have to listen to this song ever again. This was what ninety nine? Was this ninety nine? Man, so ninety nine, I had just finished my first year of college. Um, I think this came out around the summer. Um, I had just torn my ACL. Um, ooh, I was working in the mall, River Oaks Mall. Um, demo, right in the middle of the mall for those who knew River Oaks. Let's just, man, rest, moment of silence for what River Oaks, River Oaks used to be like uh, right before Christmas, like on Christmas Eve. My God. Just the most amazingness. Anyway, women, I'm talking about women, by the way. Just the energy in there was just, you know, it was a little different because it wasn't Hammond, you know. Anyway, working in the mall, we talking, you know, working with Kristen, Mahogany, Penny. Man, just beautiful women. Who else? I forgot I worked with, uh, Oh, what's her girl name? She was light-skinned. She reminded me of Gina. She put me on the Egyptian musk, which I wear until this day. Um, Mahogany used to wear... Um, somebody tried to clown me, but I don't... I, this is how I noticed like how I don't really care what you think about me anymore. Even though I do, but in some instances, I don't care. Um, oh, girl, she used to wear mahogany. She used to wear izimiyaki for women. I loved it. Plus, I was a little sweet on it. To this day, I love it. So I was getting these little uh, free bird. I don't know if you ever heard of free bird. They give you like an ounce, uh, more than a sample, but less than a whole bottle of cologne or perfume for a subscription situation. And, you know, one of those subscriptions I got um, for one of those bottles, I got uh, Izumiyaki for women. Somebody smelled it one day. They was like, what's that? I was like, oh, Izzy Miyake. They was like, nah, that ain't. I was like, it's for women. It's probably why you don't, you know, know what the smell is. It's like, nigga, you get women's cup? Like, dog. You you wear perfume because you, I mean, <laughs> look, I just told on myself. You wear perfume or cologne because you like it. And I like it. And get, nigga, guess who else like it? It's all that really matters. It's light and airy, like on a summer day when I got a short sleeve on or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Some jeans, some cut-off jeans or something like that. Man, I throw that on in a minute. In a minute. Shout out to Demo. You don't understand what my sweater game was at the end of high school and the first part of college. You just don't understand. Shout out to Cuzzo. Um, anyway, I really want to end this song. Ugh. It was it was so cold when it came out, but it was like, dog, what are we doing? Hey, literally ten times a day they played this song on the radio. I'm out, I'm out of here. Oh yeah, I remember I met um it was snowing one day in the spring and I met Scarface. He was looking for Air Force Ones, no doubt. Not no doubt, but no lie. Met him in the mall. Snowstorm, blizzard, face mob. I remember this so right quick. It's seven. It was a meme one time that said if she don't, if she don't know what time Usher got there. What, what did it say? I'm seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top. If she didn't know it was seven o'clock or whatever, she too young for me. Clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top. So, oh, this was. Uh, this was senior year. This was my... Oh, should I tell this? Oh, people know. I don't know if she listened to the podcast, but if you do, shout out. <laughs> so, I we went to a little winter formal. 
Oh, which story should I tell? Should I tell A or B? <laughs> so, I'll F it. I'll just tell the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, nothing. This is a winter formal. And uh, afterwards, her, her mom had known. This is the only girlfriend, really, that I had in high school. And, uh, you know, we go into her winter formal and all of that. And uh, it was at another school. Um, damn, I think I just told. Yeah, it was at another school. And, you know, so we, you know, we teenagers, man. We having fun. We in a limousine. I can't. And I just remember this song playing. And I remember she was doing this body roll. And I was like, what's going on? Like, just make an intense contact, eye contact. So I'm like, oh, 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 it's going down. Yo, so we had a limousine, and we're riding through. I right, listen, all I remember is that we were in Chicago at one point. But we got busy in the back of, the, of a moving limousine. <laughs> Nigga once got busy in the Burger King bathroom. Um, yeah, we definitely got busy in the back of this limousine. And I remember it stopping one time. And it felt like it wasn't at a stop sign or a stoplight. It stopped for a long time. And I'm like, listen, I should have, we should have gotten up and stopped, but we didn't. We could have been pulled over by, by the police or anything. Just dumb teenagers. So also, <laughs> I'm just like, yo, with reckless abandon, man. Oh, so later on, one time uh, my mom was working. She was driving a snowplow truck for the county. And she used to stay, like if it was snowing really hard, she had to stay overnight. And this one particular night, you know, she stayed overnight. I think it was, it was yo, it was New Year. It was New Year's of 97. And old girl came over and um, I'm going to keep the vibe. Hold on. I'm a, hold on. Alexa, start this song over. Watch this. This is power. Do you hear me? This is power. <laughs> so... So a girl comes um, to the house after one of my basketball games, and my mom was gone. I remember we played Whiting. Uh, came over my house, one of my basketball games. I remember hearing her on the phone with her mom, and like I didn't know what the questions were, but you could hear by you know how she answered the questions. She was like, "Oh, nothing, just over Dave's." Yeah, his mom invited me over to dinner, which was a lie. Oh, yeah, no, she went to the store. Okay, when she gets back, I'll, I'll let you talk to her. So now so now we're on a time limit. Let's get this in. Because <laughs> she had a beeper. Her mom had beeped her. So now I'm just like, okay, I know what time that is. That means we got to hurry up and do, you know what I'm saying? We got to hurry up and make that do what it do. So that she can leave. So certainly that happens. She goes back home. Um, later on, I'm back down to my, my cousin's house. And my mom comes down there. She says, hey, so-and-so is here for you. She had come to my cousin's house. I'm like, uh, okay. So I got in the car with her. We riding off. She's mad. As it turns out, she said, now nah, you can't go to prom. Her mom found out she was lying. So now she was like, oh, you can't go to prime with him and you're going to stop seeing him like me. I'm like, nigga, I'm the bad boy. I'm like, nigga, I thought I was Mace, but I, now I'm the bad boy. So anyway, we're just driving. And finally, we parked like somewhere in Illinois, like in South Holland. And, you know, do what teenagers do. And now just dumb yo we sitting there bucky ball right in the back of this two-seater and 
in Illinois. And she tells me, she's like, well, I got something to tell you. I didn't, I took the car. I didn't ask her for it. She said I couldn't drive it no more. I just took it. So, so, and at the time, a little contact, I'm fully 18. She's 16. Now, as it turns out, the sexual age of consent is 16 in Illinois. But I didn't know that. So all I'm thinking in my head is I'm cross state lines in a stolen car with a minor. Now, she was a junior. Just her birthday hadn't come yet. I think her birthday was in like January or something like that. And now I'm like, yo, now I'm shook daddy. Anyway, immediately I want to go home. <laughs> I'm like the girl. I'm like, take me home. So I go home. Wake up the next morning, and my mom's like, hey, have you seen so-and-so? I was like, nah. We just went out. She dropped me right back off. I was lying. It's probably one of three times I ever lied to my mom back then. And, you know, old girl, they really stole the car and gone off to a grandmother's house, but shit was crazy. Dumb teenagers, eh? So, I think it's freshman year. What is this? The, uh, what was it? Ooh, on the TLC tip. This Crazy Sexy Cool album. Um, yo, so I'm in Miss... I, just a weird memory right quick. It doesn't mean anything, but it's a weird memory. Never mind. It's too... It's too... It's... I, never mind. I'm in music class. I'm in choir class. And Miss Hunt, Miss Hunt, I just remember this was out during that time. And Miss Hunt used to ask, like, so she taught my brother 10 years earlier. And she knew my brother could sing. And she knew who I was, obviously. And she was just like, and she would always look at my fingers. And, like, this is not too long after Boomerang. So every time I see Miss Hunt, Miss Hunt was like a... She's like a bohemian, like these gray braids, like these gray braids, like this old, If I, and please somebody correct me if I'm remembering this wrong, like an older, sexy lady, like with this like Erica Badu energy, Erica Badu, Eartha Kit, Eartha Badu energy. And she used to take my fingers sometimes. She'd be like, you have the perfect hands for playing the piano. Why don't you let me teach you? I was like, Miss Hunt, if I don't know better, I think that was a double entendre over here. And listen, this story goes nowhere. I just remember, you know, she would always look at my hands and say, you need to learn how to play the piano. Which, and by that time, I mean, earlier, I, you know, I played a little bit by ear. Like, it's, it's crazy to my, like, I didn't even know about chords. I remember when I learned about chords much later, I was like, oh, this is the thing that I was missing when I thought I was playing by ear at, you know, eight, nine years old. And what playing by ear meant is that I would just, figure the notes out. I was literally playing by ear, but I wasn't playing chords. I was just single fingering it. That sounds bad. But, you know, like I wasn't, I was on some, like I wasn't like, I would try and do my fingers as if I was playing chords, not knowing what I was missing. So anyway, also remember this video, they used to say, that um, one of them accidentally showed like a titty. It's like, yo, you know how many times I tried to rewind this video trying to catch it? Ooh, they had the little satin PJ. I was just like, yo, I'm chilly. I'm chilly all day. We used to make fun of like whoever got left eye, but left eye was beautiful. <laughs> so... You know, I think it was just the whole thing, the, the 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 shit under her eye that we used to the football shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hammer High, they about to tear my high school down, man. Man, they already ended my, my they, they closed my elementary school. They closed my middle school. They just tore down my church I used to go to. Today, now they about to close my high school. I'm never going back to Hammond. Who did I like? Ooh, this was Kalila. Kalila Robinson. Jesus. She went to church with me. You better stop playing with me. What up, Kalila? All right. All right. Um, so what I'm about to do, I don't have a story for this, um, for this song. I am going to go through some stories, if you don't mind. Let's see. Um, man, just let me say this. Let me say this. Um, shout out to the Chase family, um, the Smith family, um, and the Telefero family, all dealing with, you know, big losses in the past two weeks. Um, my heart is with you all and, uh, you know, all of that, um, so there's this story, man, about what is it? I mean, this is going to change the mood a little bit. But these Trump folks coming out and saying, yo, if Trump gets impeached. This one white dude said, my 357 Magnum won't be happy. I was like, yo, white people really allowed. Like, I want to be white. White people really allowed to, to be terroristic just out in public. I'm talking about with no consequences, man. What else we got? Oh, no. Uh, David Stern suffers brain hemorrhage. That's crazy. Oh, man. Prayers up, man. Yo, I just... um. Oh, let me, ch- let me tell you about this... Uh... <laughs> Let me tell you about this uh, this meme that I just read. It said, fellas, if your lady, it said, fellas, your lady will purposely mispronounce your ex-girl's name. Do not correct her. Nigga, when I tell you 1,000% facts, facts, I remember, um, <clears throat> I remember, I, we were at a dinner. We were out at like a dinner at a restaurant. And another one of my female friends was there. And we were taking pictures outside the restaurant afterwards. And my really good female friend said to said to my uh, then girlfriend, she said, hey, Rachel called her by the name of one of my (laughs) ex-girlfriends. And and when it happened, yo, the jolt that went through my body and hers too, I made eye contact with her and she like, she didn't say anything, but her eyes looked at me because my girl didn't hear it. My then girlfriend didn't hear it. So, or at least I thought. It's my theory that she heard it and she you know, she just tucked it away. Wherever you women tuck away those kind of thoughts, you know. <laughs> but my friend looked at me just like with this sorrowful look, like, I'm sorry. Like she was, <laughs> she was mortified, you know. But, um, and yeah, it's not the same situation, but, you know. Fellas, that is a setup if I've ever heard it. You know. But then again, you know, women get to. Whoo, let me shut up. Let me shut up before I get hate mail out here. Yeah, nigga, I got some unresolved issues with y'all. You know? 
sugar and what are women made of? Sugar and spice and everything nice. What are what are men made of? These fairy tales got shit twisted with y'all, man. I'm serious. Anyway. Um yeah, anyway, that's about it. Oh, who's your favorite in Vogue member? Mine was, what's her name? Oh shit, what was her name? Oh shit. Well, first of all, did you know the in Vogue was like a put together group? It was like a made up, Cindy. Cindy was my favorite. She was in Juice. She was Omar Epps' girlfriend in Juice. Yeah. So this was maybe like, what, 90, 91? Um, I'm in fifth grade. Um, man, oh my God, how many girls did I like back then? Michelle Hernandez, nigga Cassandra Lindsay. Ooh! Um, was it Tina White? Man, I remember, so fifth grade, I'm in full swing basketball-wise, you know. Lafayette Shamrocks, <laughs> holla at us. Um, what happened is, you know, we technically were the second best team, but Maywood, which, you know, they were like the, the powerhouse, we elementary school. So what happens is Maywood goes, um, Maywood had a coach, which was the father of one of the players who went crazy at a fifth grade game and got kicked out of the game. So what happened was their new principal had just been uh, a teacher at our school the year before. That principal pulls Maywood out of the tournament completely. And now looking back on it, it's like, yo, just punish that coach. Perhaps he should not have punished the school. But this that's off the record. Because I reap the benefits. So they pulled them out. And we had to play Edison for the championship. And to this day, I got a trophy. You know what I'm saying? For the championship. <laughs> yo. Almost 30 years later, and I can mention that to some of those dudes on that team. And they still tight about it a little bit. Man. Hey, you you know, so anyway, it was a great little experience. Remember when In Vogue was on a Living Color? And uh, In Vogue was on Living Color with Wanda? And it was like, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. He was like, oh, God. That TV, man, we'll never get that back, man. We'll never get that back. Um, Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. I, don't you feel duped when you find out your favorite group, I mean, a group that you like was put together? I'm like, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. Spice Girls, and Vogue. Let's see, man. So, no, I'm going to go next segment with that. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to go to the next segment. No, you're never going to get it. Never, ever going to get it. Got this good... Uh, Janet Jackson. What album is this? This is off the Janet album, huh? If I was... Oh, this is the one with the band. Everybody thought they knew the dance routine, you know. Um, what is that, 93? Let me, let me just say this. I just visited Nashville 
for like a joint birthday celebration with my boy Dave and and I and his wife who was we were all friends back in school and church and then uh, and then, then about four or five other people when I tell you I had the time of my life I've still not recovered. Like, I, I'm still, and it's going to sound corny, but I'm still floating, you know. And also, check this out. We were supposed to, like, the plan was to rent out a space, not rent out a space, but, you know what I'm saying, get a few booths, and, you know, at a, at a place. I think weekend, we was going to go to weekend in Nashville. And we were going to, and we were going to, um, like, hang out. We were going to invite folks out. You know what I'm saying? Have about 25, 30 of our people, you know. But let me tell you something. We got there and we start drinking and laughing and reminiscing. And other than like going out to eat, we didn't leave the house. It, it, It was just, it was magical. I mean, like we got... We talked about serious shit, uh, but but mostly we laughed, you know. We laughed and we laughed. We were honest with each other, um, you know. No pretension. People were allowed to be who they are, and uh, you know we made some we made some great memories, man. For three days, I think I was there a little longer, but. Man, if you got friends, cherish them, you know, enjoy them, you know, see them when you can, try not to take it personal when they don't, you don't hear from them in a while, you know, maybe they're going through something, you know, if it's something that you want, go for it, you know, if you think it's worth, if you think it's worth it, you know, go for it, Um, because at least you went for it, you know, even if it doesn't work out, you can't, you can never say you didn't put maximum you know, effort into that thing, into that friendship, into building those relationships, into that relationship, you know? Shoot your shot like you Steph Curry from 30. Ooh, that rhymed. I'm cold sometimes when I want to be. Y'all niggas don't know about me. Ooh, I just did it again. <laughs> I, I Listen, what can I say? Things that do to you, we... Yo, this was me and Miriam's. Not our song. It's my seventh, eighth grade boo. <laughs> this was our this was our album. Me oh, so quick so quick story. And if it blends bleeds over, it will. Um there was so Janet was going to do this song with uh, Michael Jackson, right? And Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis wanted to check with Janet and make sure, because they, they were protective of her, which sounds weird to say they were protective of her versus her brother. Ooh. You hear that shit. Ooh. ooh, ooh. So next thing you know, um, you know, they were being protective over it. They wanted to make sure they wanted to play her a couple tracks. So they play her two tracks. And she they say, which one do you think your brother is going to like? They played the first track. She said that one immediately. She was like, we haven't even played the second one. She's like, you can play the second one, but I know my brother. This is the track that he's going to want. And the other track I want for myself. So I know he won't pick it, but I really hope he doesn't pick it. So... Some time passed. Um, they up in the Trump Tower. Jimmy Jan, Terry Lewis, Janet, Michael. They play Michael the track immediately. He's like, that. I want that. Obviously, the song was Scream. The other track was Runaway Love. And uh, I just thought it was, man, I just... I just thought, I, I love little stories like that, by the way. Check that out on Quest Love's podcast. 
He had one on uh, Pandora. Um, Pandora. Um, you can go look at all the old, listen to all the old episodes on Pandora, but the new one is on iHeartRadio. Basically, wherever you listen to podcasts, but it's through iHeartRadio. And, uh, you know, from there, you know, obviously history was made. But anyway, just a little something. Let's see. Oh, speaking of Quest Love. Oh, crazy, crazy link. Um, Quest Love went to prom with Emil LaRue. Did you know that? Go look at that picture. Just so you know I'm not lying. Go look at that picture. Look it up. Be like, who did Quest Love go to prom with? And it's going to be like Emil LaRue. Matter of fact, how, how crazy would that be if I was lying? You know, um, I mean, like, I remember, I remember listening, I remember listening to this, um, song and looking at this video and I was just like, yo, I felt like this was like, this was my, I felt like, like hearing this song, I was like, yo, this is my scene. Like I, like, I wish I would have been somewhere on the East Coast, man. Because this, when I heard it, when I heard it, it was like, you know how something just speak to you? See, but but in my, you know, where I was from, it was like in parties, they wouldn't play this, man. They would play like the really popular, not that this wasn't a popular song, but the more up-tempo popular songs for like a half hour, then they would go right into house music. And not like the Chicago head house music, but the Chicago like footwork and house music. And I couldn't do all that shit. That footwork and shit, no, I could fake for three seconds like I can do it, but I couldn't do it. And I think that's why I got much more of an affinity for that music um, now. Or just as much as I did back then, because, you know, shout out to Groove Theory. Yo, listen to this. Answer me this question. This is how we do This is how we do it. You remember uh, that blooper? Where Martin was coming out. Gotta get your groove on. Shout out to Harold. We used to do that all the time, man. Shit was hilarious. Um, I'm gonna ask this question. Who had a better can't sing good song package? Okay? Who had a group of songs that were as good by artists who couldn't sing? Was it Montel Jordan or Case? Nigga, because I'm talking about Am I'm talking about Am one of them couldn't sing. I mean, cause you got Montel Williams, this one. This is how we do it. Which obviously was a banger. What was this? Summer 94, 95? Probably 95. Oh, he said once upon a time in 94, but I think this was later. This couldn't have been the summer of 94. No, this couldn't have been the summer of 94. Matter of fact, it was not the summer of 94. It may have come out in 94, but it wasn't the summer. Anyway, ever since I was a lowercase g. Um, yo, if y'all get a chance... Check out this little girl on um, on Instagram. Like, this is how we do it, girl. She's enjoying the shit out of this song, and she's like eight years old. It's funny as hell. Somebody sent it to me on uh, IG. Um, I mean, Case had, I mean, Montel Jordan had this one. He had what? Something for the honeys. He had uh, this song called Falling. Falling for you, and I just can't help myself. Baby, I'm falling. 
And he had one called uh, We Gonna Play Your CDs. We Gonna Watch Your TV. I'm gonna be on you. And you gonna be on me. He had the, he had the joint with Master P. And again, like I can't remember a whole, I can't tell you, you know. Fun fact, you probably knew this. Montel Jordan wrote Nobody's Supposed to Be Here by Deborah Cox. You talk about a chart smash. If you are from... Oh, I had the wrong part. Um, and then Case had what? Happily Ever After? Touch Me, Tease Me was a banger. Touch Me, Seize Me is a better song than both than anything Montel Jordan had to me. It was just part of that bop that was 95, 96, you know. He had Faded Pictures. He had Happily Ever After. Anyway. Straight up coming from the west side. I'm out of here, man. Dress smart like a London bloke before I speak his Snoopy smoke. And you thought he was cute before. Look at this peacoat. Tell me he's broke. I miss the old Kanye. Not the Wiz 10 man Kanye. So, man, I, so last night I had to run to Walgreens and this guy was out there um, harassing people, well, selling, trying to get people to buy his music. So I rushed past him. Oh, no, I didn't. I tried to rush past him, but you know how like, you know, they just get done talking to somebody else and they turn around and catch you just in case, just in time. And he was like, yeah, my name is, uh, and I, I'll even give him a shout out, Signs. His name was Signs. He was like, yeah, you know, first of all, let me tell you how he was, he was dressed. He had like a long coat on, like a long jacket, not like a crop duster, but like a, you know, like an oversized long coat. He had on like this, this like, like almost like a Kango, but it was to the back. He was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm a hip hop artist and, uh, you know, out of Chicago and this and that. You know what I'm saying? You want to support? So I was like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I support, man. I support, you know what I'm saying? I said, I got your name signed. Yeah, I'll look you up. And on the way out, you know what I'm saying, he was talking to two um, two white people who were just like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. And, you know what I'm saying, he caught me, you know, he caught me, like, getting in my car again. And he said, he was like, hey, yo, 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 you got, he said, what's up, man, what's up? I said, fam, I don't even have a CD player. Where would I play it? He's like, but you can still support though. But nigga, that's just so now that's you. So now you just asking me to give you money, which is which is fine. But don't come at me under the guise of oh, I'm trying to sell my music. This nigga ain't went to get CDs printed up. Like fam, what? Innocent. You say you can't knock. You can't knock the hustle, right? I get it. You know who knows how much it's Hollywood. Who knows how much money he finagles somebody out of making because. Tell the truth, his nigga's still down there at Hollywood and Highland to do that shit. They got some of my family this past summer when they were here. But nigga, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you really trying to sell me CD CDs, fam? CDs? Come on, fam. Who's going... Who's going home like nigga? Listen, I it listen. I'm a whole fan. I'm a Carl Thomas fan. If Michael Jackson came back alive today and dropped a CD, I wouldn't buy it. Well, I'm sorry, I'd buy it, but I wouldn't play it nowhere. <laughs> like, like nigga, what make you nigga? You hustling backwards, family. Oh, this song. Oh, man. 
Ah, oh, this Usher and Alicia Keys. My boo. I told somebody once upon a time, I said, listen. Back then, I said, I said, you hear this song, like what they're saying? I said, this all, there's always that one person that will always have your heart. And I was like, that's you. Like, you'll always... Damn, I, I, just, I forgot I told her that. Damn. I think she thought I was just, you know what I'm saying, spitting game or whatever. Spitting game. Man, you know a nigga 40, huh? <laughs> I guess she thought I was just running game. Somebody out there said, nah, nigga, don't work. You already said spitting game. Shut up. Mind your business. Um, yeah, I think um, that's crazy. I just remember that I told her that. I sure did tell her that. You know, I kind of meant it. You know, she's a, uh, you know. I mean, who knows what's in the winds, right? But. It's just some people is always going, you always going to like, who's always going to have a peace, you know? Anyway, I forgot what the hell I was talking. Oh, back to this nigga selling CDs, yo. How, Sway? How you out here dressed like a positive rapper from the early 90s? This nigga, this nigga was dressed like his name was Papa Doc or some shit. This nigga's dressed like his name was the good MC. Face ass out of here. I was just disgusted because I'm like, fam, like what 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 dog, you this is a ploy for you to get money. We more than 10 years past. A time where you can hand somebody a CD. Nigga, more than 10 years. Anyway, I, part, part of me felt bad, but the other part was like, my nigga, what you doing, fam? Nigga, you can take the money. Nigga, my dude, you could take the money that it costs to print up these dusty ass CDs. And put the art on the front of them. And, and and make copies. You could have taken that money in. Run some kind of Instagram ads or something. Like you could have done. You could have done something. I just. I couldn't believe it man. And it, and it makes it so bad. I've seen him before. And I just. And the fact that I can't remember where I've seen him before. lets me know that it was more than a year ago. Which means you been. Your ass been out here peddling CDs since 93. My nigga. With a backwards can't-go cap. Get your ass out of here. That ain't hustling, my dude. You hustling backwards. Lying to myself. Oui. So. <clears throat> um. Mariah, I mean, nah, I'm talking about the f just from a throke, throke with a K, from a throke point of view. Who was a better singer? Who had the, who could belt out the hardest? Who was a better singer, Mariah or Whitney? Ooh, that's hard, huh? It's Whitney for me. Whitney had a, I mean... Listen, Mariah also had an angel in her throat. And she went up, you know, all them octaves and all of that. But Whitney Houston, man, at her, Whitney Houston at her. Ooh, matter of fact, let me play my favorite Whitney Houston song right now. Alexa, play Whitney Houston, You Give Good Love. Here's You Give Good Love by Whitney Houston on Amazon Music. Watch the way this motherfucker come in. 
come on. stop let me stop did any of you i think i asked this last episode did anybody hear um robin uh her supposed former no, i ain't gonna say supposed her lover anybody hear any of her interviews read her book i haven't heard much you would have thought it would have been much more of a story um see that just goes to show you how fickle let me shut up. This news cycle is fickle as hell. Because that should have been big news. That should have been bigger news. But it's just like, man, we get everything so salacious. Everything is a story. We got a dweeb as a president. A dangerous dweeb. That shit's crazy. <laughs> Baby, you give good love. Man, I lost my brush, man. Call back to Nashville. Nobody can find it. Brush, man. You don't play with nobody. Brush, man. I've been in a relationship with that brush for a long time. And I caught a bad shave. So my face is, like, itching. A bad shave, meaning, like, if I shave... Like, if I got, like, a Norelco or something like that, something that's meant to, you know, for you to shave every day with, then it's fine. But if I shave with this cream after after the, like, um, so let's say I shave today, right? And then I shave in two more days. Once the hair ain't long enough to really catch, then they're going to go back in. They're going to do the ingrown thing. And that's what they've been doing. It only lasts for like a week and then, you know, the hair is long enough to, you know. But damn, I miss my brush, yo. This song is really dedicated to my brush. Good brush who never I can't stop. I can't stop what, Whitney? Looking around Huh. Where? I'm telling you. I lost my brush. And I'm quite disappointed. You ever lose something and be scared to look for it? Because you know that if you find it, that means the first four times you wasn't really looking for that shit. <laughs> like, that was, that was the thing when I was younger. Um... My mom would go, she would say, hey, go in the room and get me whatever. And I go in there and I look for it. And I come back and be like, I can't find it. She was like, you can't find this? Put it like this. If I go in there and I find it, you getting it. So now I go back in there with a heavy heart. <laughs> I go back in there with a heavy heart and nervous, sweaty children hands. I'm talking about looking hard as I've ever looked for a thing that's literally right in front of my face. Can't fucking find it. Good love, yes you do. So, anyway, that's me right now. I'm looking for this thing. Um, Hey, thanks for rocking with me today, y'all. I mean, you know, it's the end of the year. Uh, I'm doing like a little, you know, just a little dump. You know, I'll probably do another dump next week, although it won't be. I might do some music. You know, I like to include music in everything I do. But, um, you know, it might just be a a thought dump, you know. Um, The year is ending. The decade is ending. How about that? The decade. Nigga, the decade. 
What did you do this? I mean, you know, focus on your accomplishments, you know, but be aware of your shortcomings. Um, make goals, make plans. But I'm telling you now, these plans ain't shit unless you write them down. Unless you have actionable items written down, steps that you can take to help you work towards your goal. Because other than that, you're just always going to have it in the holster saying, oh, I'm about to do this, I'm about to do that. Without these actionable items, shit's not going to happen. Um, what else do I have? Um, since I've gotten back from Nashville, I have been going to bed at 11 o'clock. It is working. I normally go to bed at 12. If I'm writing and if I'm really deep into something, I was like, okay, I'll go at one o'clock or whatever. But now I can feel myself around 11 o'clock when my body is like, oh, what you about to do, Dave? And I'm like, damn it. Which, listen, if I didn't have to get up early, I wouldn't mind going to bed at 11. Or I take that back. I take that back. Because if I go to bed at 11 and I don't have anything to do, I'm just going to wake up early. You know, and which, listen, it's a goal of mine to wake up intentionally every day to wake up like, you know, what I'm saying? I wanted to wake up on purpose. But nigga, you wake up all week, you know, by alarm. It just means something to my soul to sleep in. But, um, oh, it's another thing I can do with Alexa. Nigga. So. What is this? Um, what song am I going to use? Alexa, set an alarm for 6 a.m. with Prince Let's Go Crazy. Alarm set for 6 a.m. tomorrow to Let's Go Crazy on Amazon Music. Nick. A different song every morning. I love it. I love it. And the trade-off is that, you know, so Amazon got this deal with the CIA, with the Department of Defense. Either the C, no, either the CIA or the Department of Defense. Like, really, look it up. And so the only trade-off is that, okay, yeah, hey, government is listening to everything I say, okay? But the good part is, I'm not a terrorist, okay? So, I'm all good. All they going to hear is me singing. And working out arguments, you know, <laughs> working out arguments that I should have said to the actual person or that will never, ever happen in life. <laughs> That's all they're going to hear. Oh, and I rap every single day. Nigga, bars. 5% of that time, I'm cold. You'd be like, David? Yes, it's me. Um, But y'all ain't going to hear it. So, listen, y'all. Let's try to eat right. Let's try to eat better. Again, actionable steps. Um, cardiovascular disease is a real thing. I know this is a sudden turn. It's like, nigga, where you get this from? I just remember something that I posted on Facebook the other day, and I was just like, the statistics were startling, so. Um, you know, niggas ain't early twenties no more, man, where you can eat absolutely whatever you wanted to, you know, at whatever time, nigga eat a whole pizza, 10 o'clock, nigga go to bed at, a, at 10.43 and be out of there. Do that now and see what happened to you. <laughs> anyway. I love you all. Thank you for rocking with me. Last last week's episode didn't do that hot. Um, I also didn't promote it. So maybe that's why I didn't get normal, usual numbers. But even still, um, 
I love you guys, guys and gals. I'm going to try to stop using just guys. I think that's a little, not that I'm trying to be, you know, Mr. Woke, like um, gender equality guy, but at the same time, I feel like always saying, hey guys, just has a connotation to it that, you know. Um, anyway, I'm going to see Uncut Gems tomorrow night. I'll let you know how it was. New Adam Sandler, Lakeith Stanfield, Kevin Garnett. Um, so until then, I love you guys. And as always, at each moment, you have the opportunity to move forward into growth or fall back into comfort. I have been your host, David Ashley. It is the Christmas season. Let's take them out with my second favorite Christmas song of all time. Alexa, play Boys to Men, Let It Snow. Here's Let It Snow by Boys to Men, featuring Brian McKnight on Amazon Music. Let's get it. I hit that. I hit that. Wow, wow. Hey. It's another Christmas holiday.